This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. <laughs> this is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morris Code. She said, I hear you beat the block, but I'm the lights that keep the streets on. Y'all know nothing about that, do y'all? They, they no. really don't. <laughs> Dom, Dom I, keep the, I, I keep the lights on. You hear me? You, you feel me? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I am in the studio this afternoon with uh, Desiree Wright, and we have a couple of guests. But I wanted to, before we do that, I wanted to go back and talk to um, Isaiah, who is in in the um, in the production studio about borrowed future because we were talking about scholarships and we just had an airing about uh, we just had an airing of borrowed future which really talks about young people and higher education and student loans. Tell me what you thought about it. Um, he's working too, y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, just about just about borrowed future yeah, in general. In general, what you thought about it? Um, I think that's something that more people need to see there's more to i think people see a lot of the glitz and glamour when it comes to college and yeah. don't realize the sacrifices and the heart of what you have to deal with that's something that i learned like yep. a lot of people were talking about man i don't really know if i want to go to college after that i mean there's ways around it i yes. mean you are a living example of if you work hard enough you can avoid those things or you can work through those things yeah but it's it it definitely was eye opener for myself included. Yeah, um, Ken Ray Lee Carr's in the studio as well as Brylin Woods. Welcome, y'all. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Yep. Scoot the microphone really close. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Now tell me what y'all thought about Borrow Future because you both were there on Saturday morning too when we aired the documentary. Well, I mean, it was like not gonna lie, it was like kind of depressing. Like, yeah. I just, I mean, like it's good that like we know all this information now so that like we don't eventually end up like them yeah like immediately after i started like applying for uh scholarships with all my friends and stuff so like did you yeah that's what i'm talking about i took a lot out of it it was really it was really interesting but like the most thing that i wanted to focus on was they said take two hours out of your day to look for like all scholarships because you can get scholarship for anything now nowadays so that's what i want to do so i can make sure i have to pay i can pay as little as possible so i can go to college so what can we do and whether it's isaiah whether it's brylin whether it's ray like how can we um help or support or what can we create to make sure because the intent really is and we talk about this in um in our in our book which is who owns the ice house there's a chapter on wealth if we're talking about making sure that we as your community is supporting you and not encouraging you to go into debt, what else can we do? Yeah, okay, his hand is up in the in the studio thing. It's a two-way street when it comes to this. You have to want to help yeah. and be willing to do whatever to get to your goals. And also there has to, of course, be a community helping you behind that in terms of scholarships, different programs. DCLI, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's things that you have to do yourself. You can't just expect things to be handed to you. And I feel like with my generation, we struggle with that. You know, a lot of us expect everything to just be laid in front of us and not a lot of us really want to put the work in. Yeah. And I feel like that's what needs to be done in order to get to those goals. 
So should we do another airing of that again? Yes. We should? Yes. Absolutely. And I feel we should actually do this during the school year. Um, maybe, you know, get DPS involved in something. Just have either like, you know, go out to the schools and have a showing or the civic center again. Because I, I really feel like my generation needs to see that. Not even just the upperclassmen. I mean, all yeah. high school levels and middle school levels. You know, just kids who are at age to where they can understand and grasp what is at hand here. Okay. What, what were you saying, Brian? Because you said you thought we should air it again, too. Yes, I feel like a lot of kids don't get the opportunity as we get in DCLI. Like, we're very blessed to have this opportunity. I feel like if more people did have this opportunity, they could, like, pass it down to, like, their friends and other people. So it won't happen, like, in the future. Everybody will understand about debt, and maybe they can make a little class, a financial class. For everybody, like it can be mandatory to take. Yeah, I'm really talking about this money. So we're going to have to come back and talk about it again, too, because I know Isaiah mentioned the uh, personal finance and Brian, you just mentioned the personal finance course. And um, so we're going to have to have some conversations around um, money and, and really building wealth and understanding what it is and what it is not. You need to get Miss Latanya on here. Oh, yeah. Sure do. Okay. Yeah, we, we because she's been the one that's been facilitating this course with our students and has really, I mean, there's a buzz of conversation that happens every single day or week about the concepts and the things that she's introducing to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, Miss Latanya, if you're listening, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> you're coming for her too. <laughs> you're, you're next. So y'all are in the studio to talk to me about, and Isaiah can also add to the conversation, but we're talking about who owns the ice house. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. What's, what's the deal? What's up? What's up with who owns the ice house? It's, <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting book. It's like, it's a really interesting book to me. I feel like reading it throughout reading it has really taught me a lot of life things yeah. that you can't like get in the real world world. Okay. The uh the book is like really like opened my eyes to like a bunch of things. Just like there's like little tips in there. Yeah. And like certain parts of the book. Like uh there's a part that says uh decrease your expenses and increase your income. Yes. Uh decrease your expenses and increase your income like and i didn't set this up but they really leaning into this money and, and yeah. all of that because that's like it's a huge deal in in, mm-hmm. in the chapter way up the street what else did, are y'all talking about with regard to the ice house and what okay yes <laughs> he's cracking me up he's raising his hands in the studio so i can see him um how the book relates to current time and what we can do last week um regarding the book we were you know we were talking about uncle cleve and how he was saying Yes, education will get you so far, but also experiencing things hands on, meeting the people, making the connections that you need to make to reach the goal that you want to reach wealth wise, business wise. I mean, me personally, as a young business owner myself and entrepreneur, this book means a lot to me and the things in the book and the knowledge in this book. So I think it's interesting because what are you thinking, Des? No, I <clears throat> the the one place that I see Isaiah hitting on, I think the most is the wealth. And if you, you can change wealth to resourcefulness, because he's kind of hit on the fact that um, when you have an entrepreneurial mindset, he he's hitting on the fact that you have to um, leverage existing resources to find solutions. And so I that's kind of where I think he's kind of getting at is, you know, using those resources, you know, using those experiences 
for the people that you mean not taking them for granted right like we expect things to be laid down on our feet but we're not really taking advantage of you know what is being presented to us it's just like oh okay it's a thing so i think that is special too because we are all using common language in the same language and so when i hear brylan bright Brylan talk about um, opportunities like in DCLI is an opportunity. Are we talking about choice or we're talking about wealth and resources mm-hmm. and access to resources? Like all of the things that you will hear our students talk about are slowly bubbling up from from this this common read. What else did y'all think about the the read? I feel like choice is the most, you know, I know it's the first chapter, but I feel like it's the most important chapter because it like relates to every last single chapter in the book. Like choice relates to opportunity. It yeah. relates to wealth. It relates to your brand because you have to make that choice to build your brand. You have to make that choice to take that opportunity to build your future and your dreams. So I feel like choice is like the most important part for me. Right. What you thinking about any of it? Any of it? Yeah. Um, because I saw you, we were at Flea Fee, and you you was in there with your book like, okay, let me Yeah, think. but I'm um, trying to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get through it? He said that, like, um, if we don't read the whole thing by the time that the author comes at the ceremony, we're going to be in trouble. Like, oh, let yeah. me hurry up and so, get this over with. Gary is she's, <laughs> she's telling the straight up truth. Gary Schoeninger is the author of the book. And he is our keynote speaker for the Civic Leadership Awards ceremony that's on July 29th at the uh, Decatur Civic Center. It's going to be from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And it is going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I don't even know if that even like does it justice. And so if you have parents or friends, um, make sure that they grab a copy of the book and read it because we it will be infused in every area of the ceremony yes and desiree built our leadership uh session on june 1st around yes um, yes the choice opportunity wealth knowledge yeah um action what else y'all want to share about the about who owns the ice house it's a really good book. I can't wait to ask the author more questions about it. You know what's interesting? And this came to me, you know, because obviously I've read the book. And I don't, I don't, somebody said something and it made me think, and they're like, who owns the ice house? And what I don't think that people understand is it's you. You, you own the ice house. Like, I, and that's the, it's like a rhetorical question. It's the name of the book. But the answer is unequivocally, you you own the ice house talk to me more about that like so every i mean because it talks about the eight eight life lessons right and so you when you go into the book you're like okay i'm gonna find out who owned the ice house it's not about (laughs) the ice house right (laughs) i was really like well who owns ice house i don't know who owns ice house but that's what it is because it's giving you the life lessons to build and own your own ice house like all day long it I mean, unless you've read the book and really read the book, like you're not really going to be able to understand what I'm trying to say. But it's good. And I think that you're right, because the framework is understanding opportunity, understanding choices, understanding brand building, understanding knowledge and wealth and persistence. All of those things is exactly what Brylin is saying and what Ray is, is, is sharing and that we need those things mm-hmm. along the way, whether we're in high school, whether we are in college, whether we are on the job, like this work is not specific to any one person or one thing. It is specific to every individual because you yourself own your own eyes. Absolutely. 
kind of how this works. Yes, you are you are the ice house. Like it's you, you own it. And it's really interesting because it's saying, you know, eight life lessons um of an unlikely entrepreneur. And, and I think on the surface people are like, "Oh, this is a book I don't want to own a business. This I'm not trying to be an entrepreneur." It's not about that. It's not about that. And so, um I think what's crazy to me is that when you guys started out doing the Ice House entrepreneurship course, um, most of your people who took that were adults. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they were all adults. Yep. And so this is by far for this community, the largest cohort of students, of, of students and teenagers that have been to, I mean, how many kids do we have taking this? I mean, it's a ton. It's a ton. Cause we bought a ton of books. It's a ton of <laughs> like, and we, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, and, and so I'm excited because I'm like, I think about our kids. I think about what they're going through in high school. I think about um, some of the environments that they're in. And this really opens up their eyes to say, hey, you have you have choices. Yep. Your choices that you make every day, no matter what it is, you have opportunities. Yep. You, you know, don't squander those. It talks about the persistence. Yeah, it talks about the brand is huge right now. Like yep. you, you know, and you think a brand, we're not talking about branding, but who are you? You are your own brand. Right. And I think that when you're in high school, too, there's such a stronghold of self-discovery. Yep. And so f figuring out what's your brand, like, who, you know, what makes you you. And that really talks a lot about brand. It talks about uh, reliability and uh, responsibility and being around. If you get later on in the book. Um, aligning yourself with like-minded people, pulling away from y those people who don't really have that same mindset, right? Don't have that same mindset as you and, and, and putting yourself in the sense of a community where you guys have the same mindset, which is basically the platform of every single program that we do with DCLI. <laughs> it is. It really is. It is. It? It's, after, it's about community. Um, and so before we go to break, the one thing that I'll share is, is that, again, Gary Schoeniger, who's the author of the book, if you if you are interested in even the conversations that our students are having and they do, they are using um, common language, which is super interesting. If you're interested in the that they are having and what that they, they are reading, whether you are an adult or whether you are a student, order the book. Um, Gary Schoeniger will be our keynote speaker. So he will be here in town. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, on July 29th. Like I'm fangirling. <laughs> he won't be Zoom. Uh, he will be uh, live at the ceremony on July 29th at 12 p.m. to deliver our keynote. The third piece to that is, is that we do have students who are amazing, unbelievable entrepreneurs. And so I sent out a note today saying to them that if you are interested in being highlighted in the program or if you are interested in putting your business cards on the table at the um, the award ceremony on, on, yes. on July 29th. I love it. We only have 500 seats. And Des and I are worried. I'm a little bit we're we're in negotiation about seating assignments and arrangements we are but we are worried a little bit that we won't have enough space for the people uh to to come and so our students who have businesses if they want to be highlighted they will absolutely be highlighted because this none of this is possible without them no every every no this the institute wouldn't exist without the students that show up every single day and have made that 100% commitment, not 
only to the program, but most importantly to themselves. Every one of you who are in a DCLI program, no matter what it is, whether you're doing residential CNA, whether you're doing internship, whether you're doing public safety, y'all have showed up and continue to show up every single day, not because of the program, but because you realize an opportunity for yourself and you are showing up 100% for yourself every single day. And that makes me excited. Chapter eight is persistence. You're listening to Be Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on nowdecator.com. We'll be right back. Need some motivation to pick up those running shoes or get the bike tuned up? Just listen in to Ride and Run each Tuesday morning on Buyer. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.